The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome back to another chapter of Anime Made Me Do It. This is chapter 11. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Tyler. This is Aaron. And we got, uh, we got like, I don't know. This is, this is a show that, like, we talked about a lot. This is a, this is just one of those general conversation that could happen at any time. Yeah. Today we are going to be talking about our top five protagonists. And antagonist. And by protagonist and antagonist, we don't mean like the main char- the so, main yeah, well, good guy or the main bad guy, but we're just right. talking about So like, we're going to set some of the ground rules right here for the two of us before we get into our, our normal news. <laughs> there, it <is. laughs> there it is. Oh, man. All right. So it doesn't have to be the main character. No. It doesn't have to be like... For example, he's not in mine, Naruto. I do have a character, but it's not Naruto. I have Okay, so similarly for Dragon Ball, it doesn't have to be Goku. I have another character from that show. Yep, and I'm already I think I already know who well, it is. Well, yeah, you probably, everybody <laughs> listening, if you've been listening to this show the whole time, you already know who that is. Um but we did set the caveat for ourselves that it had to be one per show. So yeah. you can't just have like the whole Z team if that's what yeah. you wanted. Yeah. And you can't have like, uh, you know, oh, I like, uh, you know, I like Sasuke and Naruto, right, and, and, right. and Kakashi. <laughs> yeah, so like the whole that whole group of people. Yeah. Um, I think if that's you, like if you're super hard hardcore Attack on Titan. Like you can't have yeah. the whole. You can't have Aaron, Levi, Mikasa, Erwin. You know, yeah, you can't yeah. have all those characters. Uh, I think that's the only two ground rules we really have. For that this, was, those uh, are the two big ones. This isn't like that one show we did with the intros. It's not like when I pick someone, Aaron can't pick. Them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if we can have, we can have, you know? uh, yeah, we can have overlapping people. Yeah, and I, I think we do have some. We're, we're, we're probably gonna have some. Um, I think the thing with the the that comes with this conversation is like, it's like it all depends on what you're watching now or what you watched the most. So like, I do have an honorable mention. Um. I, oh yeah, I we'll, get, we'll go into that too. Yeah. We're going to have, so we're going to do our hard five. And honestly, for me, I don't know if it's not going to necessarily be in an order. Like it's not like five to one or no. one to five. Yeah, it's just it's it's not a, it's not an order. Maybe except for like my number one in each. To I'm be gonna, I'll save my number one for yeah for last. Wanna okay, go, so do you want to do we want to do a protagonist and then an antagonist, or do we want to go five and five? I like protagonist antagonist back okay, and forth, and then we'll save our favorite of each. For last, because my two go together. Actually, um, I can't remember if mine do. Uh, let me pull my list up. So no. So with that being said, we're gonna get into our normal news segment. Not a whole lot this week. Kind of slow. Very slow. Except for there's a couple things that happened today. 
It's already two in. I'm just sipping on the dew. No free shout outs. Who makes Mountain Dew? Is that Pepsi? I believe so. Shout out to Pepsi, dude. No free shout outs, though. No free shout outs. No. No sponsorships. Yeah. Because I have a Gatorade Zero. Dude, I guess there's a fucking Gatorade shortage. What? Yeah, Amanda was at the store. My, that's my girlfriend. Shout out to my girlfriend, Amanda. Um, and they had a sign that said, you may come here and there may be a shortage of Gatorade. What the fuck? I don't know if that's a store thing or if that's like a nationwide problem because I drink a lot of fucking Gatorade. <laughs> so it's going to be a problem. <laughs> We're going to have problems. Aaron's going to be a chemist in his kitchen making homemade, <laughs> like a little bit of salt, a little bit of this, some flavoring uh, yes. here. Mm. Mm, yes. These boiling orange peels for the flavor and color. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, what came out today? It was first was okay, the Star so Wars. Star Wars Visions trailer came out today. It specifically was labeled English dub, so I'm assuming that means they're going to be a Japanese and a, and a dub. So I'm going to watch a sub when that comes <clears> out. I'm going to do what I normally do for my hero, and I'm going to do both. Okay. Just so I can kind of compare and contrast. And I can already but tell from the art style that I, I was, personally would like the sub more. It is very Japanese. It is yeah, very anime, super. dude. It's very Studio Ghibli-ish. Yes. It, uh, some of it is. Some of yes. it is and some of it isn't. Yeah. And that's what I really like about it. There's, like, some certain parts that are like Studio Ghibli, like... um. The one shot I remember, I think there was like two people holding hands running upstairs, and it literally yeah. reminded me of Spirited Away. Like, yeah. Literally. And then some of the action shit um, was like Studio Mappa action. Yes, absolutely. So for me, what I found exciting about this trailer, even though it wasn't English, because I mean, I go back and forth. You're a very hardcore sub. Mm-hmm. I go back, I teeter back and forth. Some stuff I do prefer sub, some stuff I prefer dubbed. For somebody that's such a hardcore Star Wars fan and always has been, it's awesome that they were able to capture the spirit of like these. All the clips that they showed were intrinsically Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yep, like they feel like Star Wars. But at the same time, they have that like uh, anime. Oh, it's or anime. Manga it's, it's anime for feeling sure. Feeling to it because the one the one scene was like. This was handed down to us from generations. Yes. You're now the protector of it. And it's like this that's, ornate that's, decorated box. And then they open it up. That's the most and anime it's a light- shit ever. <laughs> exactly. And then there's a lightsaber in there. Yeah. So I was like, now that's anime. <laughs> oh, yeah. 100%. So that's where it's, it's, it's this awesome melding of it's, it's definitely anime. And they let these studios make an, an anime. But it's still a Star Wars. At its core, it's still Star Wars. Now, they may have a lot to do with the music because they had the, the Star Wars theme playing in, in, behind it. Mm-hmm. More of the, um, not the classic, like, beginning of Star Wars with the with the crawl in the beginning. More of, like, the different orchestral version of, like, the sequel trilogies. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm so glad that they were able to capture what Star Wars is. Just from this little trailer, it, it, these may come out week to week, and it's like, oh, this is not what I wanted. Yeah. But from what we've seen so far, I think they're handling this very well. I think so, too. And this does lead me into another episode that I want to do in the future, the chapter of this show that we want to, I want to do in the future of other things with the advent of the Star Wars news, Lord of the Rings. What other IP? This is kind of a flip of what we did last week. Yep. 
We did anime that could get the live action treatment. What are some other IP that can get the anime treatment now? See, I, I'm not even going to dive into this because oh no, that's going to be a whole it. chapter. Yeah, we'll talk about that but in a whole other chapter. We're we're seeing with Star Wars that it's looking like it's going to be done, and then we got and a date. Doing a we got a hundred percent date. It's uh, September twenty second, twenty twenty one. Oh yeah, like next month. Holy shit! I don't have Disney Plus, but I'm going to be getting it. Twenty so Wednesdays. They're sticking with the Wednesdays. They've been putting their shows out on Wednesdays or Fridays. They're going Wednesdays on this one as well. Nine episodes, I believe. That's gonna be sick. Weekly, weekly episodic. So it's not going to be like Netflix no, no. Dis- yeah, Disney's been real. Uh, every show that they put out, or, or especially original, has been episodic, week to week. They're doing out the Marvel shows. The other Star Wars stuff, the Bad Batch, Clone Wars, all that was episodic. Gotcha. Which I prefer, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I do too, because it gives you something to actually look forward to weekly, and then I don't stay up till like 6 a.m. on a work night just binging the whole entire right, thing. Right, then, but then it's not on TV, where it's like, if you don't make this time slot, you can fucking miss it too. Where it's like, you can you can wait and binge it all and do it that way if you'd prefer, or you can keep up week to week. Yeah. Now, I mean, to do your best to avoid spoilers, obviously you want to watch it that day. Yeah, but especially with the internet. Right, that's what I mean. Like, Fuck what are you going to do not? Yeah. Except for this show, brought to you by the Podcast Precinct. Shout out to... Which is on the internet. <laughs> shout out to the BICBP network. Shout out to Matt, our producer. Podfather. The Podfather. He actually is the network executive or whatever. Officially? You yeah, he's running the network now. Shout out to him. Yay. Not, not sure if that was hands or cheeks. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh. All right, let's pegway into the next one. <laughs> Excellent pegway, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to go to something that's going to happen tomorrow. So this isn't necessarily news for today, but tomorrow, August 18th. The day after Kevin's birthday, it is Kevin... Our single follower on Twitter. It, it is, is his, his birthday, birthday today, today yep. which is Tuesday, yes. the seventeenth. Yep, because we record the show on Tuesdays. It comes out for your everybody on Thursdays. Unless you know, I got an exam going on. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to post the fucking show. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Rip. It was yeah. out on Insta, dude. We're good. Yeah. Um, they're the same company now. But uh, Big <laughs> so tomorrow morning. It's a, it's not a Nintendo Direct. I mean, Pokemon's been doing their own thing for a little while now. The last one was super hype. That's when they announced um, Legends Arceus. So so tomorrow, I'm expecting more of the same. You're going to see a little bit more of that game. Because the problem people had with the trailer last time is that they showed essentially nothing. And the world looked, it was like open world game. So it's very much so an RPG, but it's role-playing game for the people that listen to the show that aren't necessarily video game people. It's not classic Pokemon. You're up walking around, yep. and it looks like you go back in time to the, um, is it Sinnoh? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And it's it's you have, like, prototype... <laughs> 
prototype Pokeballs and all that. I think you're just going to see more of that game, a little bit more polished. Because that's supposed to come out in January. Like, that's not that far either no. for video games especially. Isn't there – no, wait. Today or tomorrow, there's supposed to be uh, – I think it's tomorrow. Than, or Today's 72 days, 19th. Um, not to peg way away from nope. the Pokemon thing, which is anime-related, but – We're in a peg way inside a peg way. It's uh, pegception. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um, Call of Duty Vanguard is supposed to be like announced on. Uh, that trailer came out today. Oh, did it? I haven't. I'm not even gonna get it. In, I honestly I, saw it on my way here. I'm not even gonna get into that because Vanguard. honestly, it's just like Call of Duty's been missed for a few years now. In my so opinion. okay, so we'll talk about video games for a little bit. Competition is a very good thing, mm-hmm. and Call of Duty's had essentially none. When it comes to actual Call of Duty, Warzone does, obviously, Fortnite, Apex. Yeah. I mean, people still play PUBG for whatever reason. Hey, shout out to my crew. We play PUBG on Wednesdays. Whatever. Um, (laughs) Shout out to Harper. More on that soon. We'll tease. We'll we'll give you a tip on that one at the end. A big old old tip. (laughs) Fuck off. (laughs) Hi. <laughs> okay, so going back to Pokemon. <laughs> um, we're not going down rabbit holes today. No, we're going to try and we'll keep me corralled this week. Um, I think you'll see more Diamond and Pearl. I'm, I mean, they might announce something crazy. I'm not expecting that. I'm just expecting more of what we already know we're getting because those games are super close. That's beginning of November. Those games are coming out. Yeah. And those are two games that I missed out on originally. I never, I didn't have a 3DS, so I never played those. So I'm looking forward to them, not like crazy. I'm looking way more forward to Arceus when that comes out. Now, am I also waiting for that new Switch to come out? Not this OLED one they got coming out. When they finally actually do announce a fucking Pro like they should have already. Yeah. Like, get the Switch fucking Bluetooth the fuck it's 2021 dude i think that's the only like handheld electronic without it in the world yeah dude bluetooth is not new anymore what is this the psp from 2007 dude those did did they yeah the other one did i know the vita did for sure Mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure they did so it's like Granted, that's that's just Nintendo being Nintendo saying, yeah, you can fuck off. Yeah. Some third-party company will make a fucking attachment that will hook up to your fucking headphones or whatever, but... You plug this in. It's going to be like that thing that you used to plug, like, back in the day. Me and Aaron come from the time where not, like, our first cars might have not had Bluetooth or, like, an aux cord, so we would have had to plug Mine the... Ca- not. Had to plug the cassette thing into it. I never had that. No, because I changed my whole head unit out. Okay. Well, but I, I had friends that had that though. I had to do so that. that I, I had to do that for a while. What was your first car? A Nissan. Well, I had an F one fifty at first, a ninety nine F one fifty. Okay. And then I went to a two thousand seven Xterra, and that had a CD player. Mm-hmm. But it didn't have an aux cord. Right. So I had to use the FM transmitter. Okay. And then I went from there to an Impala. I've had like 10 cars in my short time driving. 
Mine was a uh, 99 Ford Ranger. I had that fucking Ford for a fucking while. Ranger. Oh, dude, I honestly, if it didn't. Basically, I had, to, I had to change the whole transmission or get a new car, and I just I was fucking 20 years old, so I'm not. Yeah. And I'm not a supercar guy, so, like, I wasn't going to do that myself. Yeah. But I'd still have that. I love that truck. Rip. I like the new ones now. Rip. Yeah, rip to that truck, dude. So. What the fuck were we talking about? Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. Tomorrow, yeah, I think it's going to be cool. It's just more of the same. Nintendo kind of sucks, but whatever. Yeah. People say Sony is anti-consumer. Fucking Nintendo is the worst offender of that, I think. I had no comment. I've been promised fucking Halo Infinite for like two and a half years now. Yeah, but at least you still get game. Like, they keep pushing you Game Pass. Yeah. Which is the best deal in gaming. Yeah, I mean, like, Sony literally made that baseball game. They made the show. Mm -hmm. You can play it for free. I, who own a PlayStation 5, cannot. I have to pay $70 for it. And I have Game Pass free. For, well, I'm technically paying for it, but I did that Xbox bundle deal where I got the Series X with, like, two years of the Game Pass and right. all the shit. And they were bundling all yeah. that shit together, yeah. Oh. I mean, still not enough to make me switch, but... No. Ew. So the last... Even thinking about it. Ah, fuck you. Makes me sick, dude. Xbox is so much better. It's not, though. It's fine. Steve, shout out to Steve from work, a.k.a. the Foxy Matador. He goes, PlayStation people are people who pay $70 to play 15 hours worth of gameplay and then watch 15, 15 hours worth of cutscenes. <laughs> Facts. You're not even arguing it. You just threw your arms up. All right, you got Rick. me. <laughs> Rip. Whatever. I'll just go watch that whole entire. Way better. I'll go watch all those cutscenes in a four-hour movie on YouTube after. <laughs> another discussion for another day. <laughs> so our last piece of news, I think, is uh, the one you just sent me before we started recording, which was the uh, Cartoon Network and Warner Brothers. Oh yeah. So are making an anime or something? Original, like totally not. Hmm. It's interesting. So this goes. To um, so we've talked about this the past few weeks. You're gonna fucking milk that bit. I know mm. you are, you fucker. Yep. Oh, are you out? Yeah, I'm getting there. So on HBO Max, you currently have Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. as we talked about last week. Sony, Funimation, yeah. well, Sony, Funimation owns that. Do that? Do they have to get rid of it off their platform? I have no idea. I haven't really looked that hard into it. I haven't either. I guaranteed they had to. There had to be some kind of agreement. There's probably some sort of deal in place. That's and, why it took so long to get that shit through. Right. So I'm sure they'll keep it for a while, but I think eventually it will have to leave. Yeah. Because why would I mean unless they're unless Warner Brothers is going to pay a shitload of money for it, which I don't see them doing. Which I, I do not either. So, I think that's why you're going to start seeing shit like this. Which is cool. As we just said, competition is a good thing. Yeah. Like we said last week, Amazon's kind of getting to the the animation game for sure. And, and anime, really, because of the whole Lord of the Rings and all that. Yep. So, I mean, every everything is kind of going to go in one place with Sony owning that. I think you're going to start seeing a lot of, like, 
Wait, is Warner Brothers part of Sony? No. I think you're going to start but seeing... I'm saying Sony owns all that shit right now. Yeah, they own yeah. the whole library of Funimation and... I think, uh, I think, like, you're going to start seeing more Amazon originals. You're going to start seeing Hulu originals, Netflix originals, uh, in this case, Cartoon Network and Warner Brothers originals. You're just going to start seeing a WB lot of... WB for sure. Yeah. Because Netflix has already got their own thing going. Yeah. Because basically, if you want to go anywhere for anime right now, you either have to have a Crunchyroll account slash Funimation. HBO Max account. Yep. You have to have Funimation. Or you're just relying on what Netflix gives you. Yep. Which is by far not everything unless you go through the whole VPN route and then you just set your location to Japan and then you do get everything. Or you're a scumbag and watch it for free on the internet where you should be paying for the Definitely stuff. don't do that. We are not pirates here. No. The reason we, like, preach about studios and shit getting paid is because we actually pay for the fucking... Oh, I pay for my Funimation. Yeah. I've been paying for it. Yeah, I've been paying for my... Literally, I've had my Crunchyroll probably for, like, three or four years now. Right. That's how the animators and all this... Those people get paid. Like, if you... Just because you watch it for free, dude, you know what I mean? Like... Yeah. That's, like, it's the same... It doesn't matter what it is. Pay for it. Anything is pirated... Doesn't matter if it's the UFC, if you music, music, all that shit. Like those people aren't getting paid for that. Yeah. Like it's not fucking cool. Just pay for your shit. That if you're gonna, if you enjoy something, throw people. If you it's even like your tw- people you follow on Crun- Twitch, like anything. Yeah, Crunchyroll is like not even expensive. It's like. If I had to choose between my Netflix and Crunchyroll, I'd choose Crunchyroll because I use it oh, way 100%. more. Oh, dude, I'm, t- I'm taking my Funimation account over Netflix, too. And it's like $5 cheaper than Netflix. Dude, I get Premium Plus Funimation. It's like $7 a month. Mm-hmm. I think and that's I use how much Crunchyroll is, $7.99. I use it a lot, dude. Yeah. So I think that's all we got for news today. Oh, Do we want to get into the oh. dis- actual discussion now? I do want to talk about uh, My Hero a little bit. That movie is doing very well. From what I'm reading, I think we are, our prediction was correct that this is the best movie that they've put out so far. Uh-huh. Um, I think it, the, the money... Uh, do you think it's going to be Demon Slayer? No, I don't. I think it already would have. Okay. Acceptable. I think Demon Slayer is in a... It caught everybody off guard. Where this is MHA's third movie, yeah. Especially here in the states, mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think my hero do as well as Demon Slayer here in the states for sure. And I think that's because Demon Slayer really came out a very crucial point, which was during COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah. All this stuff is the timing couldn't have been any better for them. Yeah. Plus, there's less re- required reading air quotes around that. Where there's only 26 episodes to watch, and then it goes literally right into the movie. Yep. Where my hero, we're five ep- we're five seasons in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a way bigger time commitment. Now you have I obviously have made that. Oh, once over, like over. I, I've I've watched the first four seasons multiple times already. And coming from a manga standpoint, um, Demon Slayer's done. Right, and so I'm, I'm and just literal, literal required reading. There's way less. Yeah. So, so I think those those variables make it easier to slip into. Motherfucker. 
You fuck me up every time you do that. God damn it. I have some candy over here somewhere from Megan. What? Oh, from or for? From Megan. I was going to say, damn, dog, you going to Canada? She brought it from Canada. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. I ain't your guy, I... buddy. <laughs> I ain't your pal, guy. Shout out to Megan. Shout out to Megan for the... Megantron. Maynard's Fuzzy Peach. That sounds awful. Oh. Do you like peach rings? Mm. I'd probably prefer that. Here, try one. Canadian candy on the no free shout outs, dude. No free shout outs. But shout out to Canada. And shout out to Megan. Smells like peach, dude. Very peachy. This is going to sound terrible on recording. I don't care. This is our fucking podcast, dude. (laughs) Do what we want. We eat fucking candy from Canada and talk about anime. And sip Mountain Dew. You're doing that on purpose. Tyler's turned this into an ASMR or whatever the fuck. (laughs) What do you think? Next he's going to start whispering into the microphone. What do you think? (laughs) It's pretty good. As I caress this mic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. And here goes all of our subscribers. MHA's doing well. The newest episode, we don't have to delve into it, but what did you think about it? I thought it was phenomenal. I told you. It's a great... I love the dynamic of present Mike and Aizawa, Eraserhead. And the emotion. So for me, ever since the beginning of the show, I've always liked Aizawa. He comes off as a dick in the very beginning of the show. He's like, he's the guy that's known for expelling people. And actually, I didn't know this because I was, you're a reader of the manga and everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was expelling people and then bringing them back. That's the first time for somebody like me that's watched the show multiple times, like I just said. That's like a, oh, wow. That's, he does all this shit for a reason. Like, he is the way he is for a reason. And then you learn that his best, his, one of his best friends fucking died in his work study. Mm-hmm. And he was very vocal about not doing work studies. And now you kind of know why. They did a great job of giving him a ton of backstory in one episode. And you see, like, for the most part, Aizawa is just, like, monotone, shows no emotion... Very hard-headed person. And then you have this episode. Sorry if I sound funny. I got a fucking cheek full of fuzzy peaches right now. Um, There's so much emotion in that episode. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, then you, you learn about um, Kirogiri. Somebody that's literally been in the begin- from the beginning of this show. I think, like, the first couple episodes. He's in... That he's been important to one of our one of my favorite people in the show this whole time Mm -hmm. and he didn't know it which is sad and then they they get him locked up in that room and he finally starts popping out and Aizawa's literally got his eyes open the whole time with his you know the hair up and you know 
making sure he doesn't dip out of there, which he's not gonna because they have him all locked up or whatever. But like that hurts him to do that. I'm pretty sure he says that. Mm-hmm. He's like, my eyes are so unbearably dry, like they're gonna fall out of my head right now. Like, like that whole scene. He's his eyes are he like his quirk is on. Even the scene that I'm driving there. Yeah. Which shout out to fucking President Mike's car, which is sick. Looks like a Dodge Charger. Yep. Blue with white white racing stripes. That's fucking dope. Um but him just sitting in the car, like, what am I doing here? Yeah. No, it was a it was a I told, saw Gran Torino again. Which I, I always like seeing Gran Torino, because like if you if if he's there, that means shit's like serious. Like this is important. Like this is a very yeah. important. Um no, I, I I told you at work. I'm like, dude, you gotta check out that episode. And then I texted you. I said, I I don't know if I, I can't remember if I texted you or told you. But after seeing that episode, I'm like, yeah, the shit that I'm reading now is probably two seasons away. And then the very important arc that was before the current arc is gonna be next season. Yeah, hopefully. And it's gonna be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But that, I don't want to reveal anymore so, about that. Yeah, I think my hero's in a great spot right now. Amazing spot. However, I... Mm, never mind. Plus that ending of that episode. Holy fuck. Grant, we already knew that Doctor was a piece of shit. Working for the bad guys. Yep. But, like, I don't know what he's doing to Shigaraki, but, like... Cause, and that was kind of what I've been thinking, because Hawks keeps going back and forth. He's talking to the good guys. He's talking to the bad guys. He keeps hanging out in that office or whatever they got going on there the mansion and it's like where the fuck is chikaraki mm-hmm. the most important the head of this whole organization where the fuck is he He's i get fucking he tortured in the hospital which now the heroes know that that's where all this stuff is happening yeah. with the nomu and all that and i think we and we knew prior that nomus are regular people they just changed their quirks yeah or added them or whatever Mm-hmm. But it's like they're taking heroes that died and just kind of bringing them back. Not only just taking heroes that died, but taking heroes that had a a significant quirk. Something that they thought yeah. they could turn into something more powerful. Like, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, like a Razorhead's best friend. Present Mike. No, no, no. Oh, the other kid. Yeah, the kid that died. I can't remember his name. She is she Shinokumo or something. Something like that. Shirakumo. Shirakumo, I think. Um cuz they A they're fucking smart cuz they straight up said like, yeah, they must have took the other the his body and had a different one when cremated. they when they had him cremated, they switched the bodies out, yeah. Um but they saw his quirk and then they knew that they could turn it into something even better. So they're taking these here. They're 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 smart. These aren't like ordinary like stupid like bank robber villains or no. people who rob people off the street. Um, they know what they're doing. Like they've had this plan. Like this isn't just like a. No, they've been at this for a long this, time. Because yeah. if Izawa was still in school, yep, that means they've been doing this for probably decades at yeah. this point. So, but that's all for, I mean, which is why I shout out to my list. There's a certain character on my list that I have. Yep. Who's the whole mastermind behind the whole, basically the whole fucking show. So 
Let's get but, uh, into today's subject. Oh, I do want to shout out that scene where they're like, if you guys can't make it work with him, like, we're going to get his family in here. And Aizawa was like, fuck that. We're doing it now. Yeah. Shout out to that scene. Like I told you off air, I can't wait to see it next week dubbed. With the whole Olympics thing that happened where they skipped a week for the um, for the sub. Mm-hmm. We're only one behind now with the dub. I'm still watching both. Yeah. I can't wait to watch this episode dubbed. Yeah. I, I told you this. I, I prefer Aizawa dubbed. Like I said, I'm still character to character on that show. Some, t- some performances I prefer subbed, some dubbed. Yeah. Aizawa is one of those people I can't wait to see. And present, Mike. But enough on My Hero. The movie's doing well, which we thought it would. I Like you asked about, will it beat Demon Slayer? I don't believe so. Okay. I look forward to it coming out in theaters here. Oh, we just talked about that real quick. It is looking like here in the States, October 29th for that movie. So I'll be going to theater. That's not 100% confirmed. Yeah. But hopefully this fucking Delta variant doesn't fuck our whole shit up. All these Delta variant memes are killing me, man. My fall plans, Delta variant. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope it doesn't make everything shut back down. Yeah. Especially because we're in New York State, which they have no qualms about shutting shit down. Well, we do got a new governor. Who's from down the road? So maybe, fuck, maybe. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Just keep that regal open, son. Yeah. Do you want me to kick it off with uh, one of my top five protagonists? So we're going back and forth, right? Protagonist, antagonist, and I'm not going to... This isn't in any specific order for me except for my number one protagonist and my number one antagonist. So I'm agreed. Keep, so I'm going to keep. I'm going to wait for those to be the last two. Okay, agreed. All right. So uh, for me, I put in the list. Uh, I put Deku. Um, one of the big things for me with Deku is the fact that I'm current on the manga, so I see mm-hmm. where he's go- at right, right now yeah, yeah, yeah. and where he is going in the anime. And uh, he's definitely one of my favorite modern protagonists and main characters of any show. It's just his character development, everything that he's going through, and the latest chapter of the manga, if you read manga and you read the My Hero manga and you didn't read the last chapter, go... Yeah, you told told me that. (laughs) Go read it. I think you texted me that. Yeah. So that's why Deku's in my top five protagonists. Deku is not on my list simply because of the rule we put in place for yeah. ourselves. So, I, I mean, listeners of this show, you already know who the fuck I'm talking about. I'm going to go another way. I did have a hard time not having Deku, though. I had a, I had a very difficult time not having him on my list. So I'm going to start my list off with somebody that's not the main protagonist of his show. But I'm going to go Future Trunks. I knew that was coming. Future Trunks is one of my favorite characters in any medium ever. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was to make a top five protagonist... Across the board of anything. Of any genre. Yep. Like, I'd have a hard time not having Trunks in mind. Mm-hmm. I think he's the best written character on that show. By far. For sure, for the good guys. Mm-hmm. For the, Z, for the Z Fighters. For fucking sure. Just his whole... I'm out of he's deal. the last. He's literally the last hope for his his timeline. Mm-hmm. He comes back to the past. 
warns Goku about the hard virus, kills Frieza, kills King Cold, goes Super Saiyan, and then you get his own special where they show what happened with the androids. Yep. They show him how he goes back in time. The whole thing with Gohan. When future Gohan dies, that scene is one of his peak Dragon Heart Ball wrenching. Z. Oh, dude. Heart-wrenching. Even that was like, I remember watching it like, fuck. And then, so he, and then he dies in Dragon Ball Z when fucking Cell comes back. Mm-hmm. That sucks for me. But then he comes back. He goes back to his timeline. He kills the two androids. He kills Cell for the time being, saving his timeline. Yeah. And then he comes back in Super. And that's my favorite arc in Dragon Ball Super. Yep. By you've mentioned that by a few times, far, and you told me that his transformation here. is one of my favorite transformations. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Super Saiyan Rage. It's fucking sick with the whole. It's the yellow Super Saiyan with the God Key, which they never explicitly say that he has God Key, but it's blue. We fucking know. Yeah. Plus, he's smart. He's a, he's smart like his mom. He's a great warrior like his dad. And the thing I appreciate about uh, Trunks compared to other Dragon Ball Z characters is when Cell, when he's semi-perfect Cell, he wants to kill him right then. That's the scene where Vegeta's fucking with him, and he could have killed him. And his whole the whole arc would have been over. Mm-hmm. But Vegeta's Vegeta kept fucking around. He wanted him to go perfect because that's just how Vegeta is. And then he gets his And ass Trunks walked. is like, dude, we have to kill him right fucking now. And then those two fight each other. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, he's in my top five for sure. Anime. So one of my antagonists to peg away from Future Trunks is Cell. Cell, in my opinion, is the best villain in all of Dragon Ball Z. The music in the Cell saga is fucking amazing. Cell song, Gohan goes Super Saiyan yep. 2. Bruce Faulkner fucking destroyed that arc, dude. So... Which, uh, before before you go on, I know I know Bruce Faulkner didn't have a hand in every single song. It was those two other guys, but the, it's called the Faulkner cut for a reason. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, what it is. Another discussion for another time. Yeah, um, I think his transformations are the coolest. The fact that he's like that like parasite thing at first, and they find like his molt and like yeah, like he comes out of that shell. Like, yeah, it's like a cicada looking thing. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, cell the whole cell saga. I th- I've said it before on the on the show. That is my favorite saga of Dragon Ball Z, and I think Cell really just makes it. Absolutely, and he is the villain in my list as well. Okay. Now here's a quick question. I know we've kind of pieced together, so this other character is going to have to be in my honorable mention because I'm going with Cell. Uh, are we piecing together Z and Super? I know we've done that for everything else, so it makes sense to have a consistent through line that we combine the whole Dragon Ball story. Yeah, we're, that's that what we're doing here. I mean, uh, mm, mm. are you trying to say that you'd have someone from Super in your list? You want to know what? I think it's two separate things, so I'm cool with it. So you're gonna say so, so you're gonna say Goku Black? Goku Black, yep. Which is, you know, yeah. I think he's easy. Those are number one and two for me. Yeah. Not the character you're supposed to think is your number one favorite villain because they keep fucking bringing him back. Fucking Frieza. Not on my list. Obviously, we already used our Dragon Ball pickup, but 
I think Freeze is overrated. He's in my honorable mention, but I I think he's overrated as fuck. So I I I agree, but I think that the whole Frieza saga is good. But I think, oh yeah, but I think Frieza. Oh, is I think Frieza's good. I just think he's overrated. Yeah. And I think sells better, which yeah. is why I, you and I both picked him on our yeah. list. So should I just jump to a protagonist now? Since we just discussed, yeah. yeah. Right. Let me turn my phone back on. Um. So I said Deku. Uh, next, I'm going to go with Ken Kaneki from Tokyo Ghoul. So I have uh, my one leg is tattooed with anime reference, well, characters. I got Blastoise on my foot. Um, I got Gundam, uh, Gundam Lupus Rex from Iron-Blooded Orphans on my thigh. I got a character on my shin that's going to be discussed later. Um, Ken Kaneki is going to make his way onto my leg soon. Um, him in the first two seasons of Tokyo Ghoul is great. And I've said this like a few times already on the show. They fucked up Tokyo Ghoul Re. However, <laughs> the character development of Ken Kaneki in season one in particular, in particular is just, just amazing. Um, a common theme with characters that I like is that they have something that happens to them, and at first they don't accept it. Like Aaron, Aaron, Aaron uh, Yeager, for example, not Aaron, my co-host, Aaron Yeager, Eden, Eden, um, not Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to die multiple times throughout the show. Oh yeah, he can't fucking. And then finally, Same. he's like, he finally, <laughs> and then finally, he accepts <laughs> what he is. And that's, like, another thing with uh, Ken Kaneki. Like, he hates that he had this um, piece of a ghoul implanted into him through surgical means, and it turns him into the one-eyed ghoul. And at first he doesn't accept it, and then he realizes, like, in order to protect who he loves the most, he has to accept it and just kill everyone in his way. So I really just like Ken Kaneki a lot, um, except for Tokyo Ghoul Re, because that just fucking sucked you've you've expressed your displeasure with that a lot <laughs> a couple times it's i mean granted and that is what you if you read about a lot of these shows the same arcs keep coming up like there's people who have problems with the same thing like the way bleach ended we've talked yep. about that well, i'm gonna be talking about it probably again today <laughs> <laughs> granted and we talked about this a couple weeks ago too it's nice to see that these shows can come back though so yeah. You mentioned Aaron Yeager. He is not my pick for this list. I will be picking an Attack on Titan character, though. For my pick, also not the main character, like we said, I'm going Levi Ackerman. From the first time you meet Levi, I was like, oh, this guy right here. He's a dude. Like, he's, you know, just the way he carries himself as a person. Just that he's different than everybody else. I'm and then playing. when they finally showcase his power, which kind of, I mean, I, and then they explain the Ackerman name and all that and why he is the way he is. You put him in the protagonist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just double checking because we should have talked about this before we did this. Cause, so, yeah, I have Levi in mind, too. Um, 
I think Levi, Levi is my favorite character in Attack on Titan. Uh, I would Same. probably get Levi tattooed on me as well. Um, I, I, he's just so well written. He, his story is his crazy. story. His love for Irwin. Yeah, it was heart wrenching for so him to pick Armin over yes. Irwin. Yeah. So even all right. So you're you're like upset, right? That Armin's right here, and like you're seeing uh, Aaron and Mikasa sadness for Armin but at the who's same their best friend who's but, their best friend but then you also understand Levi too yep and he's like for the sake of human beings like we need to get Erwin he's back he's the best he's the choice he, like he's steadfast like he's the pick like yeah. I'm not even he wasn't even considering no. Armin no not at, at all. all granted he looked like he was baked to a crisp and then yeah. he was dead and then yeah. he starts then he starts breathing as he's about to inject him Armin looked like the French fry that's at the bottom of the fucking bag that's like been fried too long. That was bad. <laughs> that was not good. Like that talk about a heart wrenching scene. There's a whole lot that happens in that whole series of episodes. Mm-hmm. Which is why we keep coming back to Attack on Titan on just about every fucking show. But for me, I mean, this whole story with his mom and then Kenny taking him and then Kenny bailing on that him. That whole that whole um like side story of I mean, the show is great as, as well for attack on titan i guess i mean but. i think we already talked about that i was in season three and then the scene where he's beating the shit out of Aaron, he's like i don't really like i want to do this but like i don't have to do this i'm just gonna kick the shit out of you anyways though or the fact that he took down a whole row of uh titans and then oh that's one of my absolutely destroyed zeke in seconds yep pulled them out sliced his th- uh, mouth open Slices his arms off, his legs off. Oh, my puts God. Puts his sword in his mouth. Yeah. Don't you fucking move. And then the scene where, uh, with the wine in season four. Yeah. Spoilers for season four. We did not talk about season four in our extensive coverage of Attack on Titan. Not yet. We're waiting so, We're waiting for the, uh, the. Not not a story. Not a story spoiler, though. Basically, Irwin's running through the woods thinking that Levi's dead. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and I told you this as soon as I watched it. I was like, oh, he's so fucked. He is so fucked. And then he finds his ass in the woods, and he fucking kills his ass again. Or not kills him, but he fucking beats the shit out of him again. And then, obviously, for the anime people, we don't know what's what's going on with Levi right now. But he's, I think, by far the best character in the show. Yeah. Um, Super OP. Like, should not be as strong as he is, but just the way he talks, just the way he is as a person, I just, he's awesome. All right, and, and, I'm, and I'm thinking that you probably have this down, too. Like, we, we talked briefly about who we were going to put in, but I couldn't remember a fucking person besides Future Trunks. I just, and I didn't even, you didn't even have to tell me that because I knew he was going to be in yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, I have Reiner Braun and Bertolt together as some. <laughs> I have them too. <laughs> All right. Again, I want to talk about how. Um, I think I think what it comes down to is like what we're watching. I can't see that even with my glasses. I'm fucking blind. <laughs> but uh, it comes down to what you're watching the most and what's more current, in my opinion. Like I really had a hard time picking favorite protagonists aside from 
A oh yeah, there's people them. on my list that I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't, I don't really want to, yeah, omit them. But like, if you narrow it down to five people, like, what you am have I to. watching right now? What am I really into right now? This is this is like a current list. I wouldn't say this is all time because if we re- revisited this list two years from now, oh, it's probably going to be completely different. It's going to be completely different. So the reason, besides from maybe a few people, exactly, like for you future trunks. Um, so the reason why I like. Bertolt and Reiner together is a they're a fucking package deal. They're a package deal, and that's why I I also have them on my list. So you and I have the two same. And I'm gonna, and, right and, now. and the scene that we're both thinking of is when they go to capture Aaron and Reiner sliding down in his that, Titan form. That scene, that heel turn, oh my, is wrestling term. Yep. Uh, that turn though is amazing. I, amazing. I, as somebody that that likes shows that aren't. Super predictable. Like, my girlfriend loves those dumbass shows on Netflix, like Outer Banks and all this shit. And I'm like, all right, let me guess what's going to happen fucking next. This, this, and this. And you predict the whole thing. I hate that shit. I did not see that coming whatsoever. I saw Annie coming a little bit because the Titan looked just like her. Just like her. And in the grand scheme of things, the armored Titan does kind of look like... Yeah, Bear if you told. really think about it. But the Colossal Titan? Oh, no. You would have never nope. guessed that was Bertolt. Nope. And never. I, as somebody that's been open about, I, I haven't read Attack on Titan. So I didn't know, I literally had no idea this was coming. So then when they're standing on the wall and they're like, fuck it, we're doing this now. I'm so mad. I'm over all of this. Yeah. Like right and here, then right Ber- now. Berholt's like, yep, we're doing this now. And then the music turns. It goes from no music, that fucking flag breaks, like the stick breaks. Like, and that then, was like the straw on the camel's back for like Bertolt, or not Bertolt, Reiner to lose his fucking mind. Yep. That was like him um, remembering everything, like what got him there. But then at the same time, they both transform. Reiner snatches Aaron, and Aaron's replaying like those buddy moments that they had in, in Academy and all that stuff. Yeah, he gets pissed. He bites his hand. He he transforms into the attack titan. Roars. Mm-hmm. It's going to punch Reiner. That's how the episode ends. And then, I've mentioned that very scene multiple times. Multiple multiple times. Just because that's so intense. And not only that scene, but when season three happens, where Irwin dies, and you have that whole entire like five episode series of, you know, beating down. Reiner, him actually coming back, and then you have Bertolt like blowing up, doing the nuke thing with the Colossal Titan, Armin like that, basically oh killing Armin. Yeah, like that. It, it, honestly, like there's like four episodes there that and are just the, so in, insane. And the music with them, oh my god, it's just definitely makes it. That's why they make my yeah, list for same. sure. And then even going forward. Looking up to season four, and you find out, like, Reiner's not really had a good go of things. Like, Reiner's life has kind of sucked since. Big time. Basically, from when the time we find out he's the cl- he's the armor titan to where we are now in the show, like, his life has not been going really good. No. Like, he just wants to get back to his family at the end of the day. Yeah. But he's a titan. He's, like, one of those main titans, and his... He knows his shelf life is very short. Yep. And he's like, I, I just want this to be over. Yep. He wants to be with his family. 
and you see it in season four, he kind of gives up. Which brings the humanity aspect back to him. Right, and that's and that's an important thing for me because we're talking about protagonist and antagonist. But not every single for antagonist a good, for a good bad guy. You there's either there's a couple ways you can play them. You can do an MCU with Thanos, mm-hmm. where for me in the middle of Infinity War, you kind of forget he's the bad guy. Yeah, because he starts talking like this is how he sees the world, and you're like, oh, that kind of fucking makes sense. Yep. Then you're like, oh no, that's kind of fucked up. I hate just the pegway real quick. Uh, I hate the argument that people use, like, why doesn't he just double the amount of resources? Because that doesn't solve the problem. No, it doesn't. Because <laughs> the populations are still going to yeah. keep growing and all that. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, well, you, in the middle of that movie, when he's talking to Gamora, and he's like, "The universe is finite. Its resources finite." Yeah. A simple calculus. It's like it really is. He's like, he doesn't want to kill off half the people in a shitty way. Mm-hmm. He's not like just because fuck them. That's why. It's very much so <laughs> okay, like a, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> which there's people on my list. Them, there's that, people on my list. <laughs> that's their. That is their motivation, and that's the other side of the coin that I'm talking about. I think sometimes honestly, bad guys like, are just look, fucking bad guys, and that's what they are. Yeah. That's the. That's the other way you can play it. Where it's like the problem Marvel had in the beginning of their movies was the bad guy was just the good guy. You know what I mean? Like it was just an inverse. Yeah. It's like a flash reverse flash thing. Where it's like that's not compelling because it's the same thing. When you give these characters a back, like you know what Reiner and Bertholdt were kind of fighting for. It kind of was like, oh, shit. Like they didn't really want to do this, but... Now, granted, some of those people do suck. But, I mean, for the sake of not drawing this out, I guess we can move on from Attack on Titan. Um, so. Shout out to the Podfather. Shout out to the Podfather. I'm wearing his hat right now. Shout out to the Colts. Go Colts. Colts Nation. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> oh! Shout out to Prince. Prince is here. Um, so, so I got two protagonists left, and I have three antagonists. What do you got? So, I've done Trunks and Levi. Yeah, I've done Cell, Reiner, and Bertholdt. So who else? All right. So, I have two and two. Okay. So you've done... I've got three and two. You want to... You've done three protagonists? Yeah, Deku, Ken Kaneki, and Levi. So it's my turn for protagonists. Sure. So I'm going to go... Gone from... John from Hunter Hunter. Okay. So Hunter Hunter is a show I, I like a lot, and I, I haven't had it, I haven't talked about it a ton. Mm-hmm. Just because it has really come up naturally that much in conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he makes the show for me. Now, there's also another character that's going to be on my other list that is going to be a, a no-brainer. I feel like I know who that but, is. Yeah, it's not going to be a surprise whatsoever. I haven't watched a lot of Hunter Hunter, but I've watched enough to get the basic like grip on it. I've watched the fight between Gon and uh, Mir- Miriam. Yeah. When he just fucking yeah, he, goes rage mode and absolutely just kills her. And now, so that's not the antagonist I picked for the show. 
I picked Hisoka. Yeah. Like when you when I think of that show, I think of those two. Okay. So that's why they make my list. Gotcha. Not to spoil my future list, but um, <laughs> I just it's it's just a it's a great story. The whole story with him and his dad, him trying to find his dad, and then him kind of it's it's a it's they do a great meld of coming of age kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it's this kind of fantastical world where you know it's not as oh we're just gonna punch shit as hard as we can. You know, what I mean, it's a nice reprieve from that kind of stuff it's not as good for me as like a my hero or anything like that yeah it's it's just a it's almost like comfort food kind of show for me where it's uh, you know i'll come back to it um I've, I've mentioned this before i did like the 2011 version more than the original that yeah. came out in like the late 90s or whatever um we're kind of getting long in the tooth what are we at so far uh, about fifty six. We got. Christ, some... We still have a whole list to go through. Plus, you have seventy eight people on your honorable mentions. List. I'm not going to really get into a lot of detail with them. I'm probably just going to throw them out there and just be like, "Yeah, this is why." Real quick. <laughs> we just do the list and just that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, am I up now? So yeah, that's all. I'm just going to leave it there. I mean, okay. it's it's you know, I'm not going to bore you with the details of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got two and two left then, right? I do. So then I'm going to go into antagonist. For me, uh, it's going to be a My Hero person, and that's going to be Kai Chisaki, a.k.a. Overhaul. I just love mm. I love that character. I love that power. And I feel like that's why I like him so much. And it, that's, it came down to his power, really. I like the idea. One of my favorite characters. Well, two of my... All right. So my favorite Marvel villain, one of them, is Magneto. Mm-hmm. He could essentially take any metal he wants and form anything he wants. I love Dr. Manhattan from DC Mm -hmm. because he's got subatomic particle manipulation. And that's why I kind of like Kai Chisaki. He could take anything and form it into whatever he wants. Or he could absorb someone, then take their quirk essentially and use it to his own. Mm -hmm. So I just like his power. I like his... um, He's kind of got like a Thanos theme a little bit to him. The idea where he's trying to cleanse him. He's, 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 really very, he's very muscle has a holier than thou approach to the yes. world. Um, he doesn't want to kill people per se. He just wants to take away their quirks because he thinks it's a disease. Which, and I mean, in some ways he's not wrong. Yeah. It's like some of these people suck. Yeah. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Um Plus that fight with Deku's fucking gnarly, dude. Amazing. Like, that's I think that's the best fight in the series. I think it's even better than for punching, like punching back, like back and forth, back and forth. Yes, especially with the whole the million thing, and then the whole fucking Airy. night eye. Yeah, that whole rip, rip, rip. Pour one out. Yeah, for night eye. But no, he's one of my favorites. I, I do like Overhaul. Mm-hmm. I think I told you this the other day, though, that in my honorable mention, I prefer Shigaraki. I do prefer Tomura to Overhaul. Simply for the fact that I think his... I just think he's smarter than Overhaul. And it's it's drawn out very plainly in the scene where they kind of break him out, where it looks like they're going to save overall. Mm-hmm. 
and then he just kind of he doesn't kill him, which is also shot that he just takes his arms off. Yeah. So he can't use his power anymore. Mm-hmm. So like he kind of won. You also got to remember though too with Shigaraki that one for all is kind of his like the brains really. He's kind of just a right. pawn and right I, now. Yeah, I understand that. But I I do I do like Shigaraki too. There's a reason why there's a reason why he's the main villain. I'll just say that cuz I'm yeah, you know. And just for me it's just as as far as we are in the show. Like this like like I mentioned the the end scene of this last episode 107, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, oh my god, what are they doing to him? Like he's going to come back and be totally I think a different person. Cause he and you can kind of see it already that he's getting better at this whole I'm running this organization thing. Granted, he does have that person behind him, mm-hmm. but so does your protagonist. Exactly. With all you know, what I mean, yeah. So the teams are kind of flip. You know, what I mean, they're kind of inverses of each other. I mean, you have Deku and All Might. You have Shigaraki, and it's like one for our. Uh, it's like mentor, mentor and successor versus right. each other. And then you have their f- team behind them. Deku has his, you know, which is his, his buddies in 1A. Mm-hmm. And then there's other villains out there, and then there's other heroes out there. So it's like you kind of have, like, the whole, now, like, where does, like, Endeavor, and all, you know, and then you have Hawks that's kind of playing both sides right now. Where yeah. does that all play into the story? But, I mean, I do... I 100% understand why you have Overhaul on your list. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I understand why you got Shigaraki in your list. I mean, it, it took... He's not, he's in my honorable mentions. He did not make my Oh, list. he didn't. I thought he no, was. No, he's in my honorable mentions. Okay. So who who else you got in your uh, antagonist, son? Because I'm down to two. So I have... I mean, I already named him, too. So I have Cell. Okay. Hisoka. Yep. Reiner. Bertholdt. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I have two left. So I, I, you have one left? I got two left. You got Dio Brando in there, don't you? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I told you mine already. This other one. I, not... I literally don't remember at all. How many heroes do you have left? Two. Same. Okay, so. Y- Where did we get our lines crossed here? When we both had. Oh, yeah. We Cell, both, yeah. Reiner, and Levi. Yeah. Rip. Rip. Uh, so throw an antagonist out there then, and then I'll go to a protagonist. <laughs> God, I don't know if I want to say this one. Minetta. Minetta? Yeah. He's not the antagonist. He's a pervert. That's close enough. <laughs> I mean, that's not good. I mean, don't, we don't support that here. At no. Anime made me do it. Um. <clears throat> so just for the consistency of we are combining... Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super into one long story. I'm going to say I already used my pick. So I'm not going to throw Goku Black in here. Well, I called it at the beginning. I remember. Yeah. I had a, that's honestly the hardest omission I had just because I love Cell so much that mm-hmm. I had to have Cell in my list. Yeah. Very, it's it's 1A, 1B, very much so, as opposed to like a 1-2. Like, it's, it's he's right there. Mm-hmm. Max Pegasus, dude. Fuck, I do remember you telling me this, and I was like, yeah, all right. That's just the villain growing up, I, man. See, here's the thing. 
But you you hear his backstory after Yugi defeats him, and it's like he's trying to get. He he married this lady. They were not high school sweethearts, but they met as kids, and then they were together their whole entire life, and then she dies. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing all of this to essentially get her back, which I can you know as somebody that's been in a super long term relationship as well. Like I relate to that a lot more now. Unrelatable. You'll you'll find her, dude. Nah, it's fine. I'm gonna be like Parlo. Oh God. <clears throat> Single forever. Shout out to that fucking hammer you had, though. The hog. No, I get it. Par- that's again. Parlo son. Uh, but he's, yeah, he's probably my protagonist. He's my antagonist list, dude. Well, that's again. You're adding like a human element into it, right? And that's. <clears throat> Plus, you know, I mean, he he made the whole card game. He made the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, there was that back line, the back story of, you know, like, they played in Egypt or whatever. Mm -hmm. He made it. He started this whole tournament to get Yugi's shit, the Millennium Puzzle and all that stuff, so he can bring his lady back from the dead. I like that storyline. He's He manipulates the whole island in a way that he can win, basically, basically rigs it for himself. And then Yugi And then he's a up. great duelist on top of it. Mm-hmm. And short of them figuring out the, you know, his, his Millennium Eye is cool. He can see his cards. He fucked up Kaiba. Yeah. I mean, fucked him up. Mm-hmm. So he is a bad guy. Yeah. Like he, he does a heel turn himself. He wasn't a bad guy, and then he has to become a bad guy, which is another positive check mark for him yeah. that's always sucks when a character was good and they didn't want to be bad mm-hmm. but like they're kind of forced into it so for me i mean he makes kind of he makes my list I mean, i'd rather have goku black on my list but to being consistent okay so then a protagonist for me i have two left i have ichigo kurosaki from bleach i mean i don't like the way it ended in the manga, this one shot really brought it back, like, full 180. And I really hope that they continue off of it and do some more. Oh, I think you will. I think people are... Everyone seems super stoked on it, so yeah. I think it will. I think it's going to make a great comeback. And I think that, you know... Like, Patriots down 28-3 to three comeback. <sighs> Fuck the Patriots. Um... But no, he just that show, like, I watched it growing up, and then I read all the manga... As an adult, um, he's just one of my favorite protagonists. Like he's cool. There's no doubt about it. He's cool as shit. His the fights that he's in is cool. The character development because it's like he's always getting his ass whooped. Yep. Typical shonen. He something happens and he shows off and like oh my god he gets the support of everyone and that's the thing that he kind of was an outcast. They had to like fight his way in and get accepted. Yeah. So, so I like that. I think there's a common through line between every character we've picked, and I still have two protagonists left, right? Yeah. Every person we've picked, good or bad, has kind of had it has solid motivations for what they're doing. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the the whole even the dichotomy of good versus evil in any medium, everyone has their motivations. Just kind of how you see the world. Yeah. Because if you're a bad guy, the good guys are trying to stop you from what you think is right. It's like, not to keep coming back to Marvel, but I mean, 
if you go to Black Panther, don't get weird on me. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay, Tyler. <laughs> um, like Killmonger's motivations motivations are way better than T'Challa's. Yeah, he was just trying to put everything out there, and he's like, "You guys have all of this stuff, and the world is in such a shit spot that you guys could have helped throughout all of this." But you chose not to. You chose mm-hmm. to literally close your borders off. Yeah. But then his motivations really changed T'Challa after that because then the whole entire nation right. opened up after that. Yes. So, so I mean, that's and, and I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that Marvel's made is that they killed off Killmonger. Um, just because I think Michael B. Jordan's a phenomenal actor. Shout out to him. Yeah. Talk about anime being in everything. His armor, literally, he... Made his armor. He designed it himself, so it looked like Vegeta's. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. If you look at it, it's, it's Saiyan armor, just super muted colors. Hmm. So, y- anime made him do it, dude. It did. So, I got a single protagonist and two antagonists left. So, you're up. I have two protagonists, so my second last one is going to be Tanjiro. Okay. Demon Slayer. I mean, we, we, we've discussed a lot why we like that show. Mm-hmm. So, that's, I understand 100%. Yeah, I, I just. It's an, it's another. He watched his family get killed from demons. He's carrying around his sister in hopes of saving her, because that's like the last thing he has left, kind of tying him back to his his family. And then he kind of, he was never made for this world. It wasn't like, like a Ren Goku, where his father was a Hishira before him. mm Hmm. Which I wish we had more of him because honestly I'd have Ren Goku above him, but there's so little of him. But they do such a great job in the little time that they do that I really it, it was very close. But I just think Tanjiro just nudges him a little bit. Yeah, I, I I haven't read it, but I think we'll get retribution for what happens at the end of Mugen Train eventually down the line. Like that's just storytelling in general. Like yeah. that's storytelling 101. You gotta get the payback. But Tanjiro's gotta kill his fucking ass, right? Don't say it, yes or no. But like, how that movie ends, it, you, you, you shook. have to get. You were shook. I was pissed. Not <laughs> even shook, dude. I was mad. Because <laughs> you think it's gonna go one way and it doesn't. Now I'm mad. Yeah. Um, but going back to Tanjiro, he's just so motivated, like self motivated. And he just he keeps getting better when he's training with what's his name. He's super stoked when he gets his sword, but then it's black. And he's yeah. like and everyone's like, oh, that sucks, dude. But he's like, you know what, whatever. I'm just gonna just gonna keep on fucking trucking. And then he takes those other two idiots around with him. They don't know he has a sister behind him, yeah. carrying him on his back. Yeah. I just think he's but he gets emotional. He's, he still is emotional, though, where yeah, he's like, he's he's going to kill that fucking, what's his name? Michael Jackson-looking motherfucker. Muzan. Yeah. He's going to get his ass. Yep. I just I just think it's a great story. What? And they only have so much right now. They only have 26 episodes in a movie. I think there's only and like what 200 they've done, chapters in the manga, which honestly, in the grand scheme of things, is not a lot. Not that whole, not a whole lot. So, I mean, what they've been able to do in such a short amount of time is like how they how much they've captivated me. 
and a lot of people, because obviously with the success of the movie and everything, I just think he's he's just a phenomenally written character. Everyone around him is. We've said this before, like you just said. There's only so much Demon Slayer. There's not a whole lot of fat. Yeah, not a lot of bullshit filler stuff like that. So that's why he makes my list. What are you laughing at now? Oh, just a meme I saw. Um, so I got two antagonists left, and I honestly went back and forth with this one. I I had to include someone from Bleach. Um, mm. There's a lot of memorable villains in Bleach. Say, that's kind of like the strong point of that show. Um, and there's a lot of good villains. So one of my favorite things about Bleach is the Espada. Um, they each they each represent a um, a way of dying. Like a, a a version of death. Mm. Um like on like I'm I'm literally stuck between Sosuke Aizen, which is the main bad guy, and Ukiora Cypher because Ukiora versus Ichigo is one of my favorite anime fights. It is so good. That's when That's an that's an if you look if you just Googled best anime fights, that's yeah. always on there. Yeah. Because that's when uh Ichigo goes full hollow. <clears throat> so, and just the the aesthetics of that fight are just so cool because it goes from just that stark black white. Yeah, that's insane. So I'm probably just gonna go with Ukiora for that one. But see that that and that goes back to the storytelling. It's like all these characters we picked. There's other characters in the shows that we wanted to pick. Most of my honorable mentions are people from a show. Yeah, the, the shows that we already yeah. picked. Same thing with my two list. That you have that's the strength of these shows is that they have so many well written characters that yeah you have a hard time omitting people. Mm-hmm. And and you know once we get to episode twenty twenty five thirty whatever, we might get to a point where people are like, "Yo, you guys talk about the same episodes, the same shows every episode." And it's, it's because they're good. Yeah. Consistently. Yep. A hundred percent. Aside from some things, you know, I mean, I, I mean, we've talked about, you've talked about the end of Bleach a lot. You've, we've talked about the end of Dragon Ball. I fucking hated the yeah. end of Dragon Ball Z. Um, you know, some other shows are not done yet. You and I are going to be sad at the end of Attack on Titan next year. Like, that's going to fucking suck. That I'm Attack already, on Titan is just done. I mean, I've read it and I'm kind of sad about it that I think there needs to be some other shit. I would be shocked if we don't get it. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe not. So, I mean, it's it's just the strength of all these shows. It's yeah. Just, they're just, it's just all super high quality stuff. I mean, look at the MCU. The MCU keeps going back to the well on the same people. Yeah. Because of the same reasons. Like, it sucked st- seeing Steve Rogers stay back in the past. It just did. Mm. Fucking hurt almost. Like, I, I cried during that scene. We yeah. talked about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Who you got left? You got a one of one, right? Mm-hmm. So this is your favorite protagonist right These now, are, and your yeah. favorite antagonist, and that's the same with me. Mine two are very much so linked. So are my. So are mine. They're from the same show. What? All right, I'll go first. So for me, it's All Might, and All for One, and All for One. It's just it's it's almost self-explanatory. You know, it's. What's how's that saying? The oh, whole, it's, a, it's a tale as old as time. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a guy that's so inherently good and a guy that's so inherently bad. Yeah, 
and they just keep and, butting heads. And they're the reason why the whole show exists. Is what the show is. is. Yeah. Like the reason the world is where the world is in that show is because, because of, of these two, of two people. Yeah. Their now, fight's great. Yeah. It you know, I mean the United States is like that's one of the few anime moments that's made me tear up. Oh. When he does the United States of Smash and like the whole that whole scene from beginning to end where they start fighting, when Bakugo gets taken again, all my bust through the bar, and he's like, sick, we won. And then all those portals start happening. Yeah. And they're like, yo, it's not Kirogiri, because he's knocked out. Mm-hmm. And then all my looks off, and he's like, fuck. And he just jumps, he just leaves. Yeah. He's like, yep, he's like, he, he's fucking, he's, he's making moves, he's making moves. Yeah. And then, I've talked about this before, but the music for All for One. Amazing. Is so incredible. It's one of those ones where it actually makes your hair stand up. Yes, it does. And, and that's part of the reason. So you have our other kids in Class 1A. You have uh, Yamamo, Deku, uh, Tenya's there, and fucking Kirishima. Kirishima. Mm-hmm. That's when they're all dressed up, trying to hide yeah. their identity, whatever. Yep. And they see the, the Nomu factory, and then he comes out and he starts talking, and they start playing that music, and they literally are so petrified with fear. Like, he's just such a great bad guy. Yeah. The voice and both, both subbed and dubbed. But for me, my first introduction to him was the through the dub, mm-hmm. and that guy's voice is just so... It's almost like a James Spader thing where it's like he's not super imposing if you look at him. Yeah. But, like, you hear him talk and his voice is just so insane. Mm-hmm. So intense. And he's just talking. He's just, You know what I mean? He's not, like, yelling or anything like that. He's just yeah. talking. You can just tell. He's just, like, he is the bad guy. So I've never watched it dubbed. But in the back of my head, someone I could see voicing him would be the guy that voices Kratos. So I have, I have no idea what yeah. he sounds like in the show, but Dude. I could see him being a great all it's, for one. Yeah, I could see him doing it too because he actually he just voiced um, T'Challa for the Avengers game. Oh really? Yeah, and he does a really good job for that too. I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but he's a phenomenal voice actor. So then my last two, my number one antagonist is Pain from Naruto. And my protagonist is, and some people might argue against me for this, but he's a protagonist in my eyes. If you actually read the books and you actually look at what he's done, is Itachi. He's a good guy. He protected the Hidden Leaf from the shadows. I think Sasuke was right that he was the real Hokage, protecting the Hidden Leaf from behind-the-scenes type deal. Um, He's my all-time favorite anime character. I think he's the most well-written anime character the philosophies in Naruto are just nothing to compare. Um, uh, like I pulled up this quick little thing for from Pain. So the Naruto Pain fight is probably my all-time favorite anime mm-hmm. fight. Um, it's when Naruto is pinned to the ground with the rods through his hands and his legs and shit, and Pain's asking him, or they're ta- they're just talking at this point. And Naruto says, like, I have nothing to say to you. Pain asks, my goal is to fill the dream that even Jiraiya Sensei was unable to achieve, and that's to bring peace to the world. 
Naruto freaks out. He goes, and then Pain asks, like, well, what's your goal? Naruto says, first I'm going to kill you, and then I'm going to bring peace to the ninja world. And then Pain, this is where the philosophy of him comes in. He goes, oh, I see. That is very noble of you. That would be justice. However, what about my family, my friends, my village? They suffered the same fate as this village at the hands of you, Hidden Leaf Ninja. How is it fair to only let people preach about peace and justice? Right. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's like all these people have their own motivations yeah. from his perspective. What he's they're doing bad. is right. Yeah. What he's doing is right to protect his people. Yeah. And that's part of what makes a great villain because you, you follow all these people. So, I mean, you follow Naruto and all those people. Mm-hmm. So, like, you are inherently supposed to side with them. But you don't see the flip side where the other people are coming from. Yeah. And that's why people had a hard time with, um, I mean, not to keep going back to PlayStation, but The Last of Us Part 2. Mm-hmm. Because we, we spent that whole last game with Joel and Ellie. And they killed Joel in the beginning of the game, of the second game. So automatically, you're already pissed off at that at Abby. Mm-hmm. So then Ellie's whole motivation is basically to, they're, they're, they're on a crash course, and they don't know that yet. They kind of do, but not really. So at the end of the game, when those two finally kind of duke it out, you're conflicted because you spent time with both with both teams. Mm-hmm. Like there's a scene where I want to say it's so Abby's like petting a dog. Actually, no, flip. Ellie kills a dog. Mm-hmm. So it's just a nondescript video game dog. And it has a name because somebody in the like the background says, "Holy shit, she killed whatever the dog's name was." Abby's patting the dog like they go to her side. She's patting this dog, and then they show her seeing the dog dead, and she's fucking pissed. So the the weird thing about that game was the people were so upset about it was you don't know who who side to pick. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what you were talking about with that yeah. character. It's like. Fuck, he's not wrong. Yeah. He's just doing what he thinks is right by his people. Yeah. I think that's, that's the and mark. the grand scheme thinks he was a puppet for someone else, but, like, he didn't know that. Right. But he thought he what he was doing was right. I think so, that's what makes a great villain. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah, me too. Um, and In I'll, any medium. Not, not just anime, yeah, but. for sure. Uh, I'm going to go through my honorable mentions real quick. Yeah. I'll go through all of them. I got three for each. For my... Um, Villains, I have Hero Killer Stain. I think he's a great, great character. Great villain. I also <laughs> had a hard time not having him. He's also on my honorable mentions. Yeah. I love Hero Killer Stain. Uh, Kenny Ackerman. Also another phenomenal pick. Um, and but as, then you could, but then you get he's another character where it's like he didn't have a lot of fuck. time. He didn't have a lot of time, but his time it was very impactful. Very impactful. Yep. Because um, I mean, he had such an imp- well, huge impact on one of my, uh, both one of our favorite characters yeah. in anime in general. Yeah. He's on both of our yeah. list. Uh, and the, my last antagonist is Askeladd from Vinland Saga, which I think you would like. And then my protagonists are uh, Mikazuki August. He's he's the um, the guy that operates the Gundam in Iron Blooded Orphans. Mm-hmm. Spike uh, Spike from Cowboy Bebop, great character. He's a great character for sure. And then this one, 
I threw in there because uh, I'll just say it right now. We're going to have the legendary Harper on the show next week. So we've been we've been um, kind of teasing him for a few weeks now. We 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 periodically jab him a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna finally get him in the studio. Uh, he's been wanting to be on the show for a while now. He's always texting me and Aaron. He's been very um, he was very supportive. Yes, in his own way. Yeah, of us doing this podcast. Yeah, um, but we're gonna bring him on. But the thing with Harper is he doesn't watch a lot of traditional things that like. Let me rewind. It's not traditional, but the stuff that me and Aaron watch. He watches it, but he doesn't watch it. It is, um, like, it's not his do. preferred. Yeah. He likes rom-coms and he yeah. likes isekais. And this is an isekai. It's called Tokyo Revengers. Oh, started, yeah. You've been, you've been pushing this one for a while now. I've been pushing it for, like, super hard onto you for, yeah. like, a week and a half. Yeah. I just binged the whole entire season. How much is there? 19, 19 episodes so far. I think there's going to be a few oh, more because it does, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Well, that, well, that, <laughs> yeah, well, I the got way, what you're saying. Well, because what ha- so I finished it like yesterday or the day before, and I'm like, I'm hooked. It's one of those ones. That's where, the mark of a, yeah. I'm, and I'm hooked. So I was like, oh, uh, I can't wait. So I went and I read 50 chapters of the manga right after. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, they got to have at least a couple more episodes to kind mm-hmm. of wrap up a season, just from wh- how I know it, how it works. Yeah. Um. It's going to be so fucking good in seasons to come. Uh, the main character is uh, Hanagaki uh, Takamichi. It's a very weird concept. So the, the main character goes back and forth in time. Like in the present day, his only girlfriend ever gets killed. Uh, he somehow goes back in time. He gets pushed and he goes back in time to his like middle school self mm-hmm. and he joins this like delinquent gang of like 15 year olds that just they do street fights and shit like that just petty crimes just yeah. small shit and then everything he does in the past affects the current timeline where he's trying to yeah, save her life but then she ends up dying again Rip. so then he has to go back in time to try and fix everything <laughs> yeah but it's just very very well done mm. um, there's some weird parts I'm not gonna lie uh, but it's really good, and I actually am really hooked on it, and I'm looking forward to the last few episodes, and I'm looking forward to getting all caught up on the manga. There's like 200 chapters, and I'm like literally halfway through it already. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into that myself, just because you've not pushed a bad show on me yet. So <laughs> if you're saying this is good and that it hooked you, then I, yeah. I'm excited to get into it. I'm still trying to work my way through Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. Another great Which show. Which I wouldn't. Be surprised if I can never fucking remember his name to do with the fucking eye. Gojo Sensei. I would Satsuro not be Gojo. shocked if he slips into my. If we did this list again, like or we year. did a ten, yeah, we did a, a top ten maybe or something like yeah. that. If he slipped in there, just I'm not. I'm like five episodes in, so I've only watched two since we last talked. Yeah. <clears throat> but just the trajectory of the show. I just I think he'll be my favorite character or the other dark haired dude, the other kid that the other guy that was at the school Megumi yeah, one of those two. Um, so for me, my honorable mentions for my protagonist are as follows: Ed, Edward Elric. Yep. I I like um one of my first mangas that I ever read. At the suggestion of a friend, 
This is like elementary, so this is like early. Was Full Metal Alchemist, and then I watched some of the. Sh- I watched a good chunk of the show, and then Brotherhood and all that. I'd be remiss if I didn't have him mm-hmm. at least mentioned, just because yeah. I think he's he's one of those ten pole characters. Yeah, it's one of those the shows. Whole, the relationship with his brother, all you know, and then their mom, and you know, it's just so FMA is one of those uh, shows that I acknowledge the impact that mm-hmm. it has on anime yeah. and the manga. It just was never my cup of tea. I never got into it. I never got yeah, hooked on right. it. I watched plenty of the fights. I watched. Um, What's his uh, name? Mustang, like, absolutely fry the shit out of Envy. Yeah, right. You know, it, and that's one of those turning points on the show, I feel like. But it was just never a show that I really got into. Yeah. But which I, I, but which I, I can totally see, I can acknowledge see its impact on the genre. Yeah, so I'd be remiss if I didn't have him on at least a mention. Like, he's not one of my favorite characters. Like, I, I don't solely relate to, a, to, to him. Mm-hmm. But like you said, his impact on on that world and everything, I just think he's... He's too important to not at least give him a, at least a little bit of a shout-out. I'm going to throw Mikasa on there okay. from Attack on Titan. That's respectable. I get it. Just because she's so solely focused on one thing. And that's protecting Aaron. And that's the Aaron. protection of Aaron. Yep. The whole, her whole motivation through the whole show. Plus, she's one of the most powerful people in the show. Yeah. Especially once you learn everything in the fourth season that you find. Yeah, out. right. So for those reasons, I think she she makes part of my list. I still prefer Levi by a mile. Yeah. By like a, there's yeah. and that's the thing between one and two. I think it's it's they're, they're, the pretty fast. Clear. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. All right, Goku. What the yep. fuck are we doing here? Yeah. I just I don't think he's the best written character ever. No. But like, if you think of heroes, like Goku is is a hero for the sake of being a hero. He just wants to protect his people and the, and Earth. He's kind of been dubbed the Earth's protector. Yeah. Which I know understand is technically Dende's job. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, he's not. No. He's weak. It's Goku. Weak bitch. Goku is I mean he's just the he's just a, a hero's hero. He's yeah. Superman. He's you know, he's just that. He's the most powerful. I, I, you can make the argument he's one of the most powerful beings in all of anime, just because he's gonna keep getting stronger. Vegeta got a huge boost in the manga, so guess what? <laughs> Goku's Goku's is coming around the corner. Yeah, that's just how that show works. Eventually, he's just gonna fucking nut tap Beerus, and he's just gonna explode. Kill him. <laughs> you know, it's, he's just—he's Goku. Like, the, what yeah. else is there to say about Goku? Um, as far as anti-heroes go. I think Vegeta deserves a shout out. Mm-hmm. Seto Kaiba, I, I think he's, he's the best. He's the best character on that show by far, by a fucking country mile. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even close. Now my list is a lot more fun for my antagonists. Oh shit! So we already talked about Shigaraki. He's on there. We already talked about Frieza. Mm-hmm. Those two characters, uh, Frieza in particular, it's almost the same. The flip side of the Goku argument. He's the main bad guy for that show. That yep. Anyone you th- that's why they keep bringing him back. Mm-hmm. He's died like what, three times? Yeah. They keep fucking bringing him back. Yeah. Where I do think they fucked up, I think they should have. But I had... also, I also, I don't want to 
take away from that, but Frieza has WWE syndrome. What I mean by that is when the ratings are starting to go down a little bit in WWE. Oh, let's bring back Frieza. Yeah. Let's bring right. back Goldberg. Yeah. Or let's right. bring back this person. So, like, for Dragon Ball Super, it's like, uh, we're not doing as well as we're doing, so let's bring back Frieza. And we'll give him this new power-up or some yeah. shit. And it oh, works every time. Old, yeah. Um. Which and not and not to say that it was bad. No, it's, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just like, okay, when's when's he gonna? I thought right. it was hilarious when's when he, he gonna was come like back? in the fucking tree in the cocoon. Yeah, that's his <laughs> hell, and I do. Yeah, that that's his version of hell. It's like yeah. it's super happy. It's bright. It's you know, it's nice. Like what people would deem as nice. He's in the cocoon. And he can't move. You can't do anything about it. I do wish they. The only thing about it is, is it's like uh, you couldn't give somebody else. Yep. A chance. It's like you have a character like Pycon. Cool character. We've agreed on that before. Yeah. Like, bring him in. Bring Resurrect him. Give Gohan a shot. Don't yeah. fucking let him get his ass whooped in the beginning of that arc. Why do we have to keep... And Frieza was one of the last people left on the team. Mm-hmm. He was literally the second last person. Or no, Yeah. If they would have gave Frieza the wish, I would have been... I'd have been fucking done. mad. I'd have been mad. Um, so Frieza, I think, has to be at least mentioned again. Yeah. Like I said, I have two other characters that I prefer for Dragon Ball. I already talked about Goku Black. He's, like I said, number two for me. Yeah. Ryuk from Death, Death Note. Note. Great character. I understand that the other guy is, is probably is a better, mm-hmm. but like when you think of Death Note, who do you think of? Ryuk. I think of Ryuk. Yeah. And you can't be a good guy and be fucking Merkin dudes. You, yeah. you just can't. It's just not how stories go. Yeah. He's he's the bad guy. That's why they cast Willem Dafoe as him in the live action version of it for Netflix because they wanted the cachet of like a like a well known actor who's been shown to do good work for voiceover stuff. Yeah. Talking about heel turns, I'm going to say Aaron Yeager. I do remember you saying that. specifically what happens in season four. Which we're not going to talk about because we got a whole episode dedicated to that soon. So I wish we could. Yeah. Because I I have a, there's a logic to what I'm saying. And I understand the logic, but to someone who hasn't watched season four. Who hasn't seen season four, please watch season four. Go watch this first half of season four. But it goes back to somebody else on our list. His perspective of Aaron. Levi. Not even just him. Reiner. Yes. That scene... In yep. that cellar. Yep. Aaron's the no, bad no, guy. No, no, no. He is the, 100% the bad he's guy. He's the bad guy in that scene. Yeah. And that's all we're going to talk about with that. I'm I know you bite my say, tongue. I'm yeah. going to bite my tongue on this one. We'll come back to this topic at another yeah. time. But yeah, that's uh, that's our picks for like our our current. This isn't all time. I think all time always changes with time and things you watch and stuff like that. New- we are prisoners, you know, people are prisoners of the moment, and yeah. it's like, what are you watching now kind of thing. Yep. We talked about this for our top five, our very first chapter of this show. Yeah. Oh, another thing. Uh, I think Team Rocket deserves a shout out, mostly because of Giovanni. I think Giovanni is actually yeah. a well, is a diverse character, mm-hmm. where it's like Jesse James, they kind of suck because they're fucking stupid or whatever. Yeah. And it's like a, they're 10-year-old kids yeah. r- running around the world yeah. with fucking pocket monsters you know yeah but like he's like an actually like he's a fucking bad guy like he is not a good person no he's literally like all right we're gonna capture all these fucking pokemon i don't care who gets hurt in the process just get it done 
he's just a bad guy. So, like, I guess it would be Giovanni slash Team Rocket. Yeah. Because they kind of suck as people. Well, the problem is they're just mad. They're just rocket. They think of Jesse and James, and it's more than that, right? And that's kind of why I I preface it by saying it's mostly Giovanni. Yep. Who I think is, you know, like I said, once you actually get to know him, he's like, oh yeah, you're just a piece of shit. Yeah. Do you have anybody else that you'd like to that may have come up in your mind of like, oh no, this person's no, not really. We it was lot. pretty much a, everyone I wrote down. I just had to piece together where I actually wanted them to be, you yeah. know, in a sense. Um, but no, that's it for me. You got anything? Uh, any closing remarks? No, this is a fun list to make. It's yeah. It's it's harder than you would think. A hundred percent harder. I was going through fucking lists on Google. Be like, did I miss someone that I that I really like? You know what I mean. Because the problem is, like we said, we're a prisoner of the moment, and I kept going back to, uh, like, people in the present, what I'm watching right now. Nice. Shout out to Shout out to work. actual jobs. Um, I guess. Yeah. Fucking whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I, I basically figured that anyways. Yeah. But I don't want to bore you guys with those details, because no. this is my fun job, I guess you would say. Yeah. But um, and I don't want to rush you, but I gotta wrap. Things yeah, up today. we gotta wrap things up for today. But uh, so look forward to next week. Yeah, I'm we our, I'm actually third... really looking forward to having Harper on here. I really am. I'm curious as to what he's gonna say. He's been he's gonna tell us to fuck off within the first ten seconds of the show. I hope that's the first thing he says. All right, this is Tony he's Harper. The... Fuck off. <laughs> and our guest for today, Tony Harper. And eh, fuck, fuck off. off. Fuck you. Fuck this couch. All right, Harper. Thank you for desecrating right. our whole entire studio. Our whole thing we got going here. But, thank um, you. Don't get us canceled, Harper. Oh, God. <laughs> we have a lot of edits next week. No, not really. He should be good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, our third guest. Tony, our, the our, legend Harper. He's a national treasure. We have to protect him at all costs. Twitch.tv slash Harper moments. Yep. So um, be looking forward to that. I have a feeling next week's going to be kind of another all over the place kind of episode. A hundred percent. We're just going to let the conversation go where it goes, and yeah. like we'll we'll talk about obviously like you said your Tokyo Revengers and all that, and what he likes and what what he doesn't like, and he's been in the game. We're, we're, Tony, oh, he's, that, Tony's just been about in the game that. for a long time because Tony's like forty something years old. I don't know exact, his exact age, but everything that he recommends to me outside of the show before we even had this show was shit from the 80s. Mm-hmm. So he's been around watching this for a very long time. So I'm very interested to hear his perspective on a lot of modern stuff. Yeah. So I'm really but, looking forward to that. Yeah. So I think that's all we got for today. I mean, we covered yeah. a lot of stuff, and it, it's made us – the thing about doing episodes like this, it makes you think more than you would The going into it. When Tyler pitched me the idea for today, it was like, oh, I think that'd be fairly easy. And then you're like – Oh, oh what about this person? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's how I was. So we said that's why we had to set the rules because I think yeah. it'd be too way too hard if you was just you could do whatever you wanted. Yeah, I would have like thrown like three like three Naruto characters. Right, and and, and I'd have probably had my list would have been boring as shit. Yeah. But uh, that's it for it's another good one. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. If you listen to this whole thing, uh, let us know what you think. What yeah, give us your top fives for both. Yeah. 
For sure. Let us know how you feel about our list. Yeah. I know there's going to be some people shitting on mine because of pain and uh, Itachi, but whatever, man. It's uh, It comes down to your opinion at the end of the day, and we would love to hear your opinion on yeah, it, too. Absolutely. Feel free to uh, hit us up on our socials. Uh, our fa- Facebook is active. Our Insta is active. Our Twitter, our Twitter is, is super not active. Shout out to Kevin. Happy birthday. Yep. Happy birthday, Kevin. At the time we hear this, it's going to be belated, but yeah, we're thinking about you today. Yeah, for sure. Um, um, the po- the uh, Facebook podcast is Anime Made Me Do It podcast. The Instagram handle is Anime Made Me Do It pod, all one word. All one word. You can, our, our Instagram, well, my Instagram now, Tyler's taking a break from his Instagram. Yep. I, my Instagram is still tagged on there, though. Yeah. So I post uh, kind of a myriad of different things on mine. You can feel free to hit me up on mine, or you can DM us through the uh, the actual Instagram channel. For sure. If you do message us on Twitter, we will get to you. Never. There is, you might have to, you know, You'd have sift to go through to... some cobwebs, but uh, yeah. well, Tyler, get back there. to you, though. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. Back. Reach out to me on the Facebook and be like, hey, I messaged you on Twitter, and then maybe I'll go yeah. check to Twitter. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let us know that you hit us up on our Twitter, on our other socials, and yeah. we might get back to you on our Twitter. But, but uh, this is another fun episode. We yep. look forward to next week, our third guest. We've had two banger guests already. Yep. Next week is going to be a very interesting episode. I'm, I one, can't I'm, wait. Curi- I'm very curious as to where we're going to get to. Oh, my God. It might, this is, I, it'll be the longest episode yet, I bet. Or the shortest. Nah. <laughs> as always, ain't, ain't nothing, nothing to it. Anime made me do it. Have it going on. Later. guys we've been in this haunted house for like 15 hours and if we want to get home to our favorite food and pornography we're gonna have to come up with a plan hey why don't we try leaving through one of those spooky looking doors wait whoa whoa doors like an exit door yeah maybe we should get on that hold on a second these doors are labeled this one says dracula on it and this one says beware zombies that's probably the exit and the last one just says nekagrima tough call Mm. i got an idea on three, we're going to open them all at once. All right, let's do it. Ready? One, One two, three. <laughs> oh, hello there. Damn, that's, that's scary. scary. Damn, that's scary is our new favorite podcast where we talk about all things horror. Tune in to get the latest horror news, long form movie reviews, and all kinds of other scary shit. Mummies, wolfmen, vampires, chupacabras, lizard people, impolite Canadians, we do it all. So if you like horror podcasts, and we know you do, check out Damn, That's Scary, new episodes every week. And remember, keep it spooky.